Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. In this episode, can you build 20 pounds of muscle in six months? Is this something realistic? Now, of course, I'm talking naturally. All right. I'm not talking about using steroids here. So uh, is this possible? If so, how can you do it? By the way, a lot of these same principles apply to kind of the opposite, to burning 20 pounds of fat in six months. Now, in, in my opinion, I would actually say that burning, you know, if, if someone is, you know, overweight enough, I would actually say that burning the 20 pounds of fat in six months is easier and easier to do in like a more, well, just easier in general than putting on 20 pounds of muscle in six months. 20 pounds of muscle in six months, um, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but 20 pounds of muscle in six months is a mountain of muscle. And burning 20 pounds of fat in six months for, for someone that, you know, has enough fat to burn, I think is a bit um, easier and can be done in a healthy way. That's just me. Um, and I have other episodes on that. But actually, a lot of the principles that I'm going to talk about in this episode relating to related to building muscle actually would basically apply if you just kind of think the opposite way when we're talking about burning fat. Okay, so still, listen, either way. <laughs> All right, so what inspired me to do this episode is I have a friend who I'm working with right now on his fitness, and I, uh, you know, his goal is, he's, he's kind of a newbie, as we call it. He doesn't have, a, doesn't have a ton of experience. He had done a little bit of exercise before, but not a ton. And, um, you know, he, you know, he set his goal, he, he put it at 18 pounds. He wants to build 18 pounds of muscle in six months. And we're only about a month in. And right now he has, he's, he's gained four pounds and, you know, I'm pretty sure it's, it's mostly muscle and not really fat. Um, you know, so we, we don't know how the results is going to be, but anyway, um, you know, and we, when he came to me with this idea, uh, you know, and wanted my help, I kind of said, okay, you know, I like, I kind of hesitated at first. I'm like, you know, 18 pounds in six months, three pounds a month. I mean, the one thing that he does have going for him is he is he is a fairly new exerciser. If this was someone that already had a lot of experience, uh, I would have been like, no, it's just it's not going to happen. But and I'll get into a little bit of the science on why these newbie gains, as we call them, are you know are are legit. They're real. Um, but even so, I was still still sitting there thinking like, man do we really want to set this goal of 18 pounds of muscle in six months? If we were going to say over a year or two years, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can maybe go with that. Um, but then I'm like, okay, you know, let's do it. And, and he's, he's aware that this, this requires a big commitment, obviously in the type of exercise you're doing, but even more so in terms of nutrition and well sleep, which I'll come back to. Um, it, it's a commitment. It's a commitment, right? Um, so like for most people, I actually wouldn't even really recommend setting a goal like this, like 20 pounds of muscle in six months. I do think it's possible. There's a lot of factors. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of go, uh, you know, Get into the details here. So, uh, the, and the biggest thing too is like, is this sustainable? Is this even like a healthy thing 
to intentionally have that big of a fluctuation, whether it's building muscle or burning fat over a six month period. Because twenty pounds is a lot. That's a that's a big it's a big dip. You know, it's one thing to uh, go up or down twenty pounds over a period of three or four years, but in six months, that's that's fast. You know, and obviously, it's very important for our health to do things that are sustainable and to not do things that are too drastic. You know, either totally cut or totally increase our calories. Etc. Because, you know, obviously when you're building muscle, we need to be in a calorie surplus. We are bulking, so to speak, okay, meaning we are eating more calories than our body is burning and obviously enough protein to build muscle. Whereas if we're burning fat, we are in a calorie deficit, which means that we are eating less than our body is burning, okay? And there comes a point where both either a surplus or a deficit can be unhealthy. And so that's why we want to watch like, okay, is this good for us in the long term? Now, a few other factors to consider here as I speak about this. Number one, this is, I'm I'm speaking mostly about adults here. Uh, I'm I'm not, you know, like my friend is in his early 30s, just like I am. Um, I'm, you know, with teenagers, it's a different thing. I mean, it's funny because when you like look into it, it's like some, some sources will say that teenagers have like a, a, an easier time building muscle. Other times will say that, no, actually like it's better once you get into your early twenties. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the timing of puberty and, and just testosterone, particularly in males being a big factor. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm talking more about adults here. Obviously, teenagers can build muscle as well, um, and you know that is a factor, but I, I still think like 20 pounds of muscle in six months for anybody, whatever your age and whatever your gender, is, um, is a lot. And, and you know the same thing kind of applies for, for women here. Um, I think that uh, women, now you don't hear this that often from women. You hear it more, let's be honest, from young, young males. Uh, you know, but, but if a woman says, you know, I want to gain muscle, uh, based on the studies I've seen, women can gain, I mean, obviously men have more overall muscle mass in general and maybe would be able to gain more, but not like relatively or proportionally more, if that makes sense. Like from the research that I've done, I think that women are just as capable of proportionally or relatively gaining just as much muscle mass as men. Now, does that mean that for women, since they naturally have, I mean, is it 30 to 40%, I don't know, less muscle mass than men, particularly in the upper body, would it be more realistic to say, you know, can a man gain 20 pounds of muscle in six months and can a woman gain 14 or 15 pounds? Like that might be a more relatively fair comparison just based on body composition. Uh, but anyway, the point is this mostly applies to both men and women. Um, and then, of course, there is an age factor. You know, I talked about teenagers. We do get to a point where theoretically most of us have a harder time building muscle or muscle mass even starts declining, especially if we don't train and eat properly. You know, does that start at age 30? Does it start at age 40? Is it beyond that? You know, knock on wood, I'm hoping it's much beyond that because I'm at 33 and I'm still actively building muscle and trying as hard as I can. Um, but anyway, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm talking mostly about adults. Uh, by the way, I also think that that kind of idea that, that teenagers, even fairly young teenagers, should not lift weights or do resistance exercise, I think that's mostly a myth. I think it is pretty safe, but um, it's another topic for another day. But so anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about um, adults. And another point just for women, you know, when women in particular say, I don't want to be like too bulky, don't even really worry about that that much in general, because this is another tangent, but in, you know, my experience and what I know is that for most of us, and this is men and women in general, to gain so much muscle that you look like too bulky 
is just it's just not going to happen. <laughs> like for aside from a couple genetic freaks or like steroid users, we just don't build that much muscle, men or women. And honestly, what a lot of us need to do, this is women included, if you want to look toned, which the word toned itself I think is kind of like a a misnomer, but like if you want to look toned, what you should do is train to build. Train as if you're trying to build, okay? Because ultimately, what is a toned muscle? It's a it's a defined muscle, okay? It's there. There's enough muscle that you can see it, and a low enough body fat percentage that you can well see it, okay? So, it just that's a whole other topic for another day. But don't worry about getting too bulky, honestly. Um, so let's get back to the topic though of like newbie gains because this this 20 pounds in six months, 20 pounds of muscle in six months, you know, without gaining much fat, obviously. Um, this is this is realistic, I think, more so for people who are more beginners, newbies as we call them, who don't have that much uh, exercise or weightlifting experience. Okay, and you know, just the kind of the science behind the newbie gains, like why are people who don't have that much experience able? Why are they able to build muscle faster? Well, I mean, like legionathletics.com, I was looking through this, and it's, you know, just like it says, psychologically speaking, the reason muscle gain comes easy early on in training, uh, early on, is training dramatically spikes muscle protein synthesis rates, throwing your body's muscle building machinery into into overdrive. Now, there's also a hormonal element, uh, hormones, uh, there's a, a you know, apparently a better, a larger um, anabolic hormone effect for people who are newbies or beginners, so to speak. Um, and then I love like one quote that I was reading, hypertrophy is hyperactive. Okay. So hypertrophy is just, well, when any tissue is growing in size, but like when, you know, muscle hypertrophy, just hypertrophy is hyperactive. It just made me laugh. So long story short, it's just a totally new stimulus for the body, for someone who is untrained and the body can react to it in a stronger way because it's never seen this before. Um, whereas, you know, when you're an experienced lifter, someone like me, for example, it's it's harder. Um, it's yeah, it's it, it takes a lot to give the body enough new stimulus to build muscle that fast. And by the way, I'm sure that there is definitely a genetic component to all of this. You know how fast we can build muscle, but it's not even something we should be worried about because number one, it's out of our control and we don't really know like how much it may factor. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like a key point I want to harp on here is that the way I like to say it is muscle does not grow on trees. Okay. This is something we say about money. Of course, obviously money doesn't grow on trees around here, but like I, I, I speak that way about muscle. Muscle does not grow on trees. They're not just handing out muscle over at the Walmart and the target. Like it takes a long time to build muscle. Okay. Let me give you an example here for someone who does already have some experience. So like for me, I started, you know, lifting weights when I was about 18, 19, 20 years old, and I've always been a fairly regular exerciser, was involved in sports. Um, I finally really over the past about two years now have started making a very concerted effort to build more muscle. You know, a lot of times I was kind of just exercising because it was a part of my life, but wasn't really trying that hard to build muscle. And over the last two years, I really said, all right, let's, let's turn it up. Let's do this. You know, I, I, part of it is I want to be a fitness trainer, you know, more and more. And I'm like, I got to look the part. Uh, I got to look, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly lean. Um, and I look fine, but like, I want to walk into a room and have people be like, Whoa, that dude works out. And I'm, you know, I've kind of gotten to that point now it's, and so what I've done is 
I've, I've gained about 12 to 15 pounds of muscle over the past two years. That's, and I haven't specifically measured it. I mean, I've done body weight measurements, you know, uh, with, um, you know, measuring your waist, your, you know, your chest, your biceps, things like that. And then of course my weight on the scale, but to make a long story short, you know, I'm six foot, two inches tall. And I was, my baseline weight was kind of between 195 and 200 before, and now it's 210 to 215, and I'm about the same amount of body fat, okay? And it's been, it has not been just like a linear process over the last two years, okay? But this is over two years. I think it's, I'd, I'd say I've gained about 12 to 15 pounds of muscle mass throughout my body over the last two years. And it's, it's measurable, it's noticeable because I'm stronger on all the key exercises, um, and I look good and I feel good, you know? Now, like I said, this is 12 to 15 pounds over two years, over two years, okay, with a few ups and downs in there, you know, some bulking and cutting phases, but this is two years of doing really well, of studying the topic, of very good workout programming, very good nutrition, particularly macronutrients, which I'll come back to in a minute, a solid sleep overall, um, and, and, and pretty like solid lifestyle and habits to promote muscle growth and fitness. All right. Now I'm 33 years old. I, you know, is the clock working against me? Who knows? But like, I already had quite a bit of experience. The point I'm making here is this is 12 to 15 pounds of muscle over two years. Okay. Over two years of a very focused effort. Okay of knowledge and then putting that knowledge into practice and, and being disciplined with it. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I, I do pretty good, you know. Um, and so it's slow, that like the muscle growth is slow. It, it's not totally linear either. I mean, there, there's so many factors involved with it. And actually just like a big mistake that a lot of us will make, because I do this too, is like we're measuring a bit too often. You know, like every five days we're like checking the scale or like freaking measuring our biceps. That's a meathead move right now. Did I go up from 14 to 14.25? Like, like, it's like, come on. Like, it, like, which, and then of course, there are so many things that go into, particularly weight. Like if you're just weighing yourself on the scale, either in an effort to build muscle or to burn fat, if you're just weighing yourself on the scale, there's so many factors. What time of day is it? How much water have you had? How much did you eat? A whole bunch of things come into play here. So we make the mistake of measuring too often. I mean, for most people, I would say maybe measure whatever you're measuring once every like two weeks or even once every month, but whatever. Okay. So, um, to, to get into like how to do this, okay, how do you do this if you want to build, well, if you want to build 20 pounds of muscle in six months or, you know, however much, if you want to maximize your muscle growth, muscle growth basically, how do you do this? Okay, so, um, well, macronutrients may be the biggest thing that people are not understanding. Um, it's more important, in my opinion, than the actual workouts that you're doing. Uh, for example, like with my friend that I'm talking about, I'm not training him that hard. The, like the workout program I have him on, the exercise, not that much total exercise. It's probably, I mean, it's either three or four workouts per week, but it's it's probably a total of like two to three hours. Eh, let's, yeah, three to two and a half to three total hours per week of exercise of strength training you know muscle building exercises okay i'm not training him that hard but he is you know maintaining discipline he's doing well so far staying disciplined on how much protein he needs each day and in general about how many calories he needs each day to promote this this calorie surplus that builds muscle and so but but how do we do it well for me there's the three big rocks as i call them i have a separate episode on this the big rocks okay sleep nutrition and movement in this case the movement being resistance training exercise now sleep is is actually, I 
And even in this case, I mean, it, it is kind of the biggest one just because if we don't get proper sleep, that just throws our hormones off. And we need, I mean, take it from me, like when I'm sleeping, I mean, I on average sleep like seven hours per night throughout the year. It varies. But like if I'm having a period where I'm sleeping like eight or nine, oh my God, like I am anabolic. I will just notice myself getting stronger. I've had a couple times over the past year where I took like, you know, like a month where I was just, for whatever reason, I was able to sleep more and you you, you can just feel and tell the difference. And so uh, sleep is huge. I mean, if you're if you're trying to build muscle and you're sleeping less than seven hours a night, I would look into that first. I think you can build muscle. I mean, I've done it, you know, built some muscle on sleeping like seven hours a night on average. I think you can do that. It's not totally optimal. Eight or nine might be better, but you know, let's be realistic. Uh, sleep, sleep is huge. Okay. So focus on your sleep first. All right. I know none of this is going to be perfect, but focus on your sleep. However you need to do that. Nutrition, like I said, is, is probably more important than the workouts. And here we're talking about macronutrients. Okay. There's macronutrients, which are, you know, proteins, fats, and carbs are the main ones. These are what give our body the calories. Okay. This is, you know, yeah. Um, and then the micronutrients are the things like vitamins and minerals that keep us healthy. Now we're not talking about that here. Okay. Because body composition mainly comes down to macronutrients macronutrients. Yes, those micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, you know, the things that you get a lot in, you know, fruits, vegetables, and, and other foods as well. Those micronutrients are important for your health, but we're not talking about that here in terms of body composition. Okay. Body composition is when it comes to food is mostly about macronutrients, those proteins, fats, and carbs. Okay. Now, uh, in general, a smart thing to shoot for, this actually applies to whether or not you're bulking trying to build muscle or cutting, trying to burn fat, is to aim for about one gram of protein per pound of body weight per day, okay? Like, you know, the, the theoretical recommendation is like 0.7 to 0.8 may be optimal, but just like shoot for one, because then if you, if you miss for a day, you're still doing okay. Like, okay, so that means if you weigh 150 pounds, try to get 150 grams of protein per day. And I have other episodes that explain more about that. But essentially, protein is going to be the key macronutrient you need to think about first. Then with carbohydrates and fats, and by the way, you don't, I mean, okay, I could get into like, what do you have to do to start tracking all this stuff? I think I have other episodes on that as well. But you need enough protein. You need enough protein. And then you also, when we're trying to build muscle, like in this case, we need to be in a calorie surplus, which probably means you're going to be eating a lot of carbohydrates and then some fats as well, obviously. Um, but the nutrition is a huge component of this. And actually, I'll break down the math here in, in, a, in a second as well. Um, cause you know, you can do this kind of mathematically. It's not like an exact science, but doing some math helps. Uh, now as far as how to work out, I mean, essentially it's some form of res resistance training. Okay. Whether this is just lifting weights, whether this is like strength training in the gym with the big heavy, you know, barbell exercises, whether this is hypertrophy training, you know, which is kind of a, a bit more higher rep, uh, shorter rest periods type training. Um, I shouldn't even say that it's not always shorter rest periods, but, um, some form of resistance training and you can, you can vary it. Like you could do a full body routine three days a week. You could do a body part split where you're working out like six days a week. You could do push pull legs. I mean, over a six month period, I would vary it anyway. I like to do that. I mean, about once a month, I switch up my routine just to hit my body with a new stimulus and fight the boredom and the plateaus. But you know, you, you can, you have to be doing some resistance training period. Like if you're not sending a muscle building signal to the muscles, you're not going to build the muscle. 
you know. Um, so you got to do that and probably focus a lot on some of the big compound lifts if you can, you know, the squat, the, the you know, incline bench press, the bench press, the overhead press, shoulder press, pull-ups, rows, deadlifts, uh, these big major compound movements are going to build the most muscle throughout the body. And I have other episodes on that as well. Um, so some form, and you can vary it up as you go along, but of strength training and uh yeah and and honestly one great thing that you can measure as opposed to just your body see because like a lot of us will get fixated on like oh i'm trying to build muscle well let me measure again let me measure how big is my chest how big is my biceps right another great measure though is your strength okay muscle is a byproduct of strength it i mean it's technically like a slightly different thing like hypertrophy training versus strength training but if you're getting if you're getting stronger, your muscles are also getting bigger. It's just it's the way it is. So focus on your strength when you're training. Now this could be you know, it doesn't have to be your one rep maxes, but it can be like okay, last week or you know last month I was doing this exercise, uh, you know with this weight for eight reps. Oh now I can do twelve reps of it. So now I can go up to you know. 20 pounds heavier and do eight reps or something like if your strength is going up that's a good sign okay now another thing to add probably don't do too much cardiovascular exercise um this even applies honestly to people trying to burn fat it's, it's just not really necessary and i have other episodes on that uh it's just not necessary in my opinion cardio is good for our health but it's not really the, the best tool for anything body composition related okay now a, a tough thing that here <clears throat> i actually have another friend who i work with who um she she loves playing sports and doing a couple of extracurricular activities a lot and um she also wants to build muscle now the hard thing with that this is tough this is where you have to decide like what you want in life you know um when when we're playing sports, like one of the things I actually kind of stopped doing recently that I know was was making it harder for me to build muscle was playing basketball once a week. Not that basketball itself is like going to make you lose muscle, but it was kind of just that like I was playing it like late in the evenings once a week, which like in addition to like burning a ton of calories doing that, like it would also mess up my sleep. Um, just because like, well, all right, now we played basketball really late. I can't get to sleep. I slept for five hours as opposed to seven or eight. It's just kind of like, it's it's the same way like going to a nightclub does. It's like, well, you're kind of ruining your gains for a couple of days here. And like, I might go, I might go back to playing basketball just because I like it, you know, and I don't care that much about being that muscular. But the point is like, if you want to build this much muscle this fast, you have to make some trade-offs. Like not only do you have to be really disciplined with your lifting and your diet, but you actually probably have to give up activities that are going to make you burn, a, like burn a bunch of calories doing something else and kind of like lose your energy. Like, okay. Think about it this way. Like people who play professional sports, in general, they have an off-season where they might train harder, try to improve strength and speed. In-season, when they're playing a bunch of games, they're, it's mainly just like injury prevention and maintenance. They're not trying to get faster, stronger during that time. Okay, They, they, they can't. Their energy is spent playing the games every day or you know however they do it and that's the same thing here like if you're a person who has a lot of extracurricular whether it's recreational sports activities or any other activities you know i have another friend for example who does a lot of jujitsu i guess jujitsu is a bad example because jujitsu is like a hella workout like jujitsu is like the, the the best overall body workout you can do but the point is like if you're um if you play some other sport that you really love 
that's that's actually going to make it tough to build 20 pounds of of muscle in six months why because you're spending a lot of your body's energy on that sport and you're going to try to go into like a lifting session being already fatigued from that sport that you're playing um you know and in addition just burning a bunch of other calories playing the sport like you need to be in a calorie surplus like i said and you need to have energy to fuel the you know the lifting during these workouts you have to make building the muscle a huge priority. And so that's just kind of a decision, like how much do I really want this? And then there's no right answer. Like if you love doing your extracurricular activities, I wouldn't say give them up in most cases. But anyway, um, so the, the, like, the last couple points I wanna make here is that when you do this, like to build muscle without burning or without gaining a little fat as well is pretty tough. Like most of us are probably going to, you know, and I've done this, is like when I'm bulking, I'm also I'm building muscle, but I'm also adding a little fat. Naturally, it just and then you can kind of go into a cutting phase to cut it off. But it's very tough to only build muscle and not gain any body fat. Now you can do it. You have to be very meticulous. I think, for example, you can be in a, a calorie surplus of about like ten percent, maybe up to fifteen to twenty percent without burn and without gaining fat as well. Uh, but like more than that, and then it just starts to to go a lot to fat and not just muscle. I think there really is just a, like a limit to how much how much muscle our bodies can gain at one time. So like let me give you let me break down kind of the math here. And like I said, there's different ways to to figure out like in general how many calories that you you eat and you need. But like let's say your maintenance is 2,000 calories. This could be for a man or a woman, right? But your maintenance is 2,000 calories. This means that you you know you need to be in a surplus to be building the muscle. So, you know, you would go up to maybe 2,200, maybe 23 or 2,400, like max, before you would probably just start going to fat as well. Like if you're eating 26, 27, 2,800 calories, 700, 800 over your maintenance, I think it will, yeah, some will go to muscle and some will just go to fat as well. So like literally, like maybe for a lot of people, like maybe 400 calories, maybe up to 500 maybe per day would be like the threshold of how much of a surplus you can be in before it starts going to fat. And this is my experience that I've, you know, I've, I've done a lot of anecdotal experimenting on myself. Like I can, I can tell once I get to, you know, more than this surplus I'm talking about, it does just start going to fat. It becomes too much. And see, here's the thing. When you do the math, that like 400 calorie surplus that I'm talking about is like basically exactly what's needed to gain 20 pounds in six months. Because so there's this kind of general principle that people apply. It's not an exact science, but it's a pretty good rule is that one pound, well, let's say this for one pound of fat, and it may be different for one pound of muscle. But anyway, I find that it kind of works either way. A pound is 3,500 calories of food. Okay. I find that this works for building muscle or for, for burning fat, in my experience. And it's a pretty good general rule. So a pound is 3,500 calories. What does this mean? Okay. So let's say that you're eating in a 400 calorie surplus. Your maintenance is 2,000 calories. You're eating 2,400, and you're working out, obviously, right? Um, this means that you're in a 400 calorie surplus every day. Okay. So then what's 3,500 divided by 400? It's about nine. That means in about nine days, you're going to, you're going to gain a pound nine days. You gain a pound of muscle that actually works itself out to over the six month period. I mean, six months is like 180 days. It's like, yeah, 
uh, it's like 20 pounds if that's the pace you're on. But like what I'm saying is it's, it's almost got to be like perfectly calculated. Like you have to be really hitting these macronutrient targets, the right amount of protein, the right amount of calories, like almost daily. It doesn't have to be perfect, but like the more perfect you can do it, the more of a result you're going to get. Um, and then, like I said, it's just a trade off. Like how much, how meticulous do you want to be about this for how much of a life do you want to have? Um, cause tracking food every day sucks. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, but these are the sacrifices we make if we want to build that muscle. The point is, is that, um, you know, that calorie surplus of around 400 per day is essentially mathematically what will get you to about 20 pounds of muscle gain, at least of weight gain, muscle gain in that six month period. And then it's just a matter of, are you sleeping properly? And are you doing enough resistance training exercise? And keep in mind, like, this is a, this is probably the biggest mental switch that a lot of you can make. This is the biggest thing that I made is just understanding macronutrients and calories because I had worked out for like 10 or 12 years before I figured out the importance of this and it's just it made all the difference. It's like, oh, okay, now I understand actually how to truly put on muscle rather than just going to the gym, working out, eating what I thought was like good healthy food but having no idea how much total protein I'm getting or what I need, what kind of a surplus I need to be in to build the muscle, etc. So, yeah, I mean, I think that um, that's really it. I mean, it's about a, a 400 calorie surplus per day is solid. By the way, the same thing would work for fat loss. And you also don't want to get, you don't want to go into too much of a deficit or a surplus either way. But like a 400 calorie deficit per day for six months will lose you about 20 pounds of fat. Um, as long as you're getting enough protein and doing some resistance training to make sure you're not losing muscle. But, um, and, it, and it's tricky too because metabolism will fluctuate. Like actually in this case, if you're building more muscle, you're gonna, you're gonna be anabolic. Your metabolism is actually gonna be increasing slightly as you build more muscle, but that's kind of a longer topic. And I mean, in general, like I said, you're, you know, if you wanna do this, uh, if you do it perfect every day, your life's going to kind of suck a little bit for those six months because you're going to have to like eat in a regimented way and obviously work out well and you're going to have to decline invites to things or, <laughs> you know, but uh, like the 80-20 rule works pretty well as well. You know, 80% of the time kind of track your macronutrients, 20% of the time let yourself live a little. Like don't have a bunch of cheat meals, quote unquote, which I don't even really like that word, but like just eat normal with people and don't track stuff. Anyway, um, to sum things up, so can you build uh, 20 pounds of muscle in six months? Mm, yes. I mean, if you're a newbie, I think it's possible for someone, you know, like me who already has a bunch of experience, it's, it's probably not. Let's be more realistic and say that you would do 20 pounds over a period of two or three years. Um, I wouldn't even really recommend to most people to think along these lines of 20 pounds in six months. Five to 10 pounds a year is more realistic. Um, ultimately, then, then, you know, so how do you do it? Okay, like I said, the three big rocks, sleep, nutrition, uh, and then proper resistance training. But ultimately, I mean, just enjoy the journey either way because it's fun to try to build muscle. And obviously when you see some results, even if it's not some like amazing result, it's, it's fun as well. So that's all I got for you today. Love y'all. We'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make healthy.